I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast where we talk about what it's like to be sick. Today's guest is Janice McKay. She has glaucoma, or in her words, exploding eye syndrome. Let's talk about it. All of this doesn't really serve a purpose in the pop and peas. Yeah. But just in, in case, just in case, uh, just in case the new and noteworthy fame is short lived, I just want to say that currently we're sitting at number one on the comedy store <laughs> and number two overall in new and noteworthy. Bah, so boom. This is the humble sick boy if podcast. It's, if it's short lived, then this is <laughs> this is audio proof that that happened. But you know what I'm super fucking jazzed for? Tell uh, us. Talking to Janice. <laughs> Woo! Because. Yay. Janice, you, so when you reached out to us yes. or however that worked, when someone, <laughs> someone like sent you to us, like we, we have a mutual friend. Yes. She reached out to me, mentioned your name, and then I told her to tell you to get to me and that happened. And when you emailed me, I believe the, the title of your email was Bargain, Bargain Basement, Basement Eyes. Eyes. Yes. And I was like, Bargain Basement Eyes? what the fuck is that? What, like, <laughs> is that the name of the condition? So we all started Googling <laughs> That's the medical basement yes, eyes. Is, yes. and, uh, and obviously nothing came up. Um, <laughs> but. So that's not a thing. It, but yeah, it's, it's not a thing. But then we read through the email. And then the next thing that you said in the email was exploding eye syndrome. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Exploding. So I Googled that. <laughs> Again, like, didn't really come no up with anything. Yeah, I'm a chef, not a scientist. So <laughs> you and you know what? That's exactly what we want on the show. <laughs> Someone who's not a scientist. Yeah. I wear a white coat, but it's not the same kind thing. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, then, so then we read down a little further down the email, and uh, there was a term in there. And could you, so I don't want to butcher it. What is, what is it called? What do you have? Uh, there's going to be a ton of like chef puns. I have glaucoma, but the type I have is, uh, it's pretty prevalent in people with, younger people with glaucoma. I have plateau iris syndrome. So Plateau iris so is that like syndrome. A, is it like a technically a subset of glaucoma or? Well, it's, it's an anger closure glaucoma. So <laughs> I was born with what, what? would... <laughs> you <laughs> said you weren't that. a scientist. Yeah. <laughs> I um, There are two types of glaucoma, like if you're looking at, at that, and it, there's an open angle and a closed angle. So um, mine in my eyes right now. So you have drainage passages in your eyes. So your ocular fluid can move around and everything's cool. Mine are closed. And, uh, what keeps your eyes balanced is there, there's the ocular pressure and the, uh, the healthy pressure should be between 11 and 21. And mine at any given time is at 30. Wow. So, uh, at any given time, like yeah, it can be. And does it, it fluctuate, or is it always just kind of like like is your baseline thirty? Mine is thirty, and wow. so with it before intervention, um, my left eye was uh, kind of like the first time I had uh, treatment was like, hey, this is cool, all right, I'm going to behave, and but my right eye was like, fuck this noise, like, yeah, so, what are you doing to me? So what does that mean? Like uh, those numbers, like it does. Those numbers don't don't connect with me in any way. Like if I'm hovering around 12 or whatever and you're at 30, what does that mean? Like what's happening? What does it feel like? Um, what's happening in your eye? Like, if, a, like a hose that's been, that's still running, but kinked up. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's a pretty dude, good, good description. Fucking analogy, dude. Yeah. Um, my eyes feel like a, what it feels like is if you're holding like a grape in the palm of your hand and you're squeezing it. Oh God. 
Ooh, that's a powerful oh, image. Yeah. For anyone out there who has like, you, you know how every, there's people who have weird things, like like people who are just like, oh, toenails. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they can't deal with I had they a friend who called them toenails. digit caps because she couldn't even say <laughs> toenails. <laughs> that's how grossed out she is. Uh, but like if there's anyone out there with with eye issues, like I, I've, got a, I've got a weird thing about um, pregnancy. Like, and, and like, the, like the act of giving birth, it totally like, totally freaks me out. Um, what about the sound of someone chewing? Oh, well, that's a, uh, what, dude, don't even, don't even. Uh, but, but if you, you, but if you, you do have an eye thing, this episode <laughs> might not be for you, it's but not. you should challenge yourself to listen to this episode. Is that because, a thing though? Do you know that people deal with issues? Oh when yeah, they dude. Think about eyes. Oh yeah, totally. Totally. Oh, sure. There's like, yeah. there's people out there that, there's everything. that have everything. Everyone gets weirded out by something. Yeah. If you. If you wet willied Brian, I would hate oh that. Oh man, would, Brian hates that's wet the one, like I I consider myself the type of person that would <laughs> never commit murder. But if you oh my wow, God. but if you wet wow. willy me, I and can't be the, I can't take the blame for what happens this after podcast that. just changed. This comedy Su- sunburn slappers. <laughs> yeah, this is no so, longer oh, a comedy oh, podcast. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I want to come back to the the Ooh. grape thing. I've never been a grape before. So what does it feel like to be a grape that is squeezed <laughs> and almost about to explode? Oh, well, the pressure. It's it's it just okay. You feel like the way it feels like on a good day for me is that someone has their hand at the back of my eye and they're trying to push it out. Oh God. Uh, there's those girl, uh, the oh. people in the Guinness book of world records that can like, yeah, pop their eyes out. <laughs> pop their eyes out. And is that good. kind of what it's like at all? Um, Does that well, have to do with ocular pressure? I can't, I don't know about that. Um, have you seen them before though? Yeah, they kind of freak me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that might be something to do with that. I don't know if that's a a side effect of like hypothyroidism, or hypothyroidism. that's that's something completely different. I right. think so. Uh, again, I'm I'm a chef, not a doctor, so I, I can't speak mm. to that. But. Right. So I don't know anything about glaucoma. Yeah. At yeah. all. So what do you, like? What do you know about like? What do you know about your condition? Like, is it is it uh, considered a, a very rare condition or? Um, um, well, glaucoma is the leading cause of blindness okay. in the world. Okay. Um. With mine, and it's it's uh, it's silent. A lot of people don't have any any symptoms. When I was younger, I wore glasses um, for I was farsighted, so like you know I couldn't see anything right in front of my face, but I could read a clock on a wall, like in another building. So I can I could see really far, uh, and I used to think it was because I. I loved to read, and when I was younger, you know, my mom, it was time to go to bed, so my mom would come in and turn the light on, and I'd turn my nightlight on, and I'd read, and she'd come in, and she'd take my nightlight, and then she'd, I'd, you know, take the flashlight from underneath my bed, and I'd read by that, and she'd come in, and she'd take the flashlight. It's your mom, so it's your mom's fault. Well, she couldn't take the street light from outside of my bedroom. Which so. clearly is not enough light for your poor little eyes. <laughs> my poor, so I wear glasses for, uh, for reading. Um <laughs> For most of my life, like I started when I was nine. And um, when I was 18, I went to uh, an eye doctor um, and I went to school at St. Evax and I went downtown. I went to the eye doctor and he looked at me and he laughed and he's like, your eyes are bad, but not as bad as they're going to be at 35. And, you know, (laughs) you know, and I was saying this, you know, to you guys the other night, last night, and I was thinking, you know, you know, maybe he was a witch doctor. I don't know. Like, I should have totally clued in when the, like, the eye chart said, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah. (laughs) I'm I'm picturing this doctor being like. (laughs) I told the witch doctor. Was he wearing like a really tall, wearing like a really tall pointy hat and like long white hair? Yeah, like shrunk. Heads everywhere. <laughs> robes, <laughs> like, like uh, the, robes. The wizard eye doctor. <laughs> yeah, and so I was like, "All right, okay, great, thank you." And I just didn't think anything of it because I was eighteen, and uh, you know, I had my new glasses, and thirty-five seemed a far. Oh far, yeah. Oh, so did he? Away. Did he tell you that you needed to do anything, or there was anything that you could do to prevent them from getting worse, or nope. did he? Was it no, just he, this he like just, ambiguous? He was just like, he was just like, oh. no, no, he was just like, oh, you got your eyes are. You got shitty eyes. Like yeah, he just—he yeah. could just tell that you like your eyes were not tip top. Yeah, you know. Exactly. So he said it but, with a but smile. But what's crazy? Because is correct me if I'm wrong. Did he not nail it on the fucking dot? He like, did. Pretty he much nailed it, it almost perfectly. Yes, he did. Because were you not um, diagnosed with 
plateau iris syndrome at 35? I was actually at 35. It was, uh, I'll get to that. It's, it was funny because I was home for Christmas. It was 2009 and, uh, I was I was living in PEI at the time. I came home for Christmas, and you know, Christmas time, you take lots of pictures. And my father was looking at the pictures afterwards. He's like, he's James Lynn. He's like, when was the last time you went to the eye doctor? And I said, well, I hadn't I hadn't been to an eye doctor in years because I was when I was living in Japan. I could just go and get glasses. I could just go and you know they would look at my eyes and say, oh, this is your prescription. But there wasn't any like I could do that at a like a glasses store. Basically. Mm-hmm, sure. So I. I'm, he's like, well, he's like, I'm looking at these pictures and your eyes look really weird in the pictures. And I said, oh, all right, you know. Um, and then you were like, when's the last time you got your eyes checked? <laughs> well, I didn't really say that because he gets them done every year. He's on top of it. Yeah, he was on top of it. Regular maintenance. Yeah, so I went, it was uh, January t- uh, 5th, uh, 2010. And uh, I went in, I think it was around that time. And the eye doctor looked at my eyes. He's like, oh. You know, this is something's going on here. He's like, I'm worried about the pressure that you have in your eyes. It's really high. So he's like, I'm going to send you to um, a specialist and she's going to look at it and see what's going on. So two weeks later, I was in a chair getting holes lasered into my both of my eyes. Whoa. Yeah, to, la- <laughs> to relieve the pressure. So uh, I, I went in and uh, they did my left eye first. It was just like a pop. And once you've heard the pop, the, the lasers. Oh my fuck! You can hear it. Oh, you can hear it. Whoa! Oh no! Oh, okay, so if you're really grossed out by eyes, like, oh, you might need to steal. Fast forward. Fast forward. <laughs> so, so my left eye was cool, and I was like, "Hey, this is fine." And I'm not freaked out about eyes. I'm not freaked out about needles. I'm not freaked yeah. out about anything. It's just you know, if it needs to get done, it needs to get done. And then she started doing my right eye, and it wasn't taking. It was just going zap, 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 and it was repeat it and she's like it's not did it hurt i couldn't feel it um but i could feel the pressure and i was just like oh oh." they don't like put you under any anesthetic or anything like that put a drop in your eye to freeze it did they did they have you on that uh that clockwork orange like like hooks in your eyes just just dropping eye drops and you're like yeah "Ah!" and i was drinking milk Ah!" and it was yeah (laughs) with images of genocide (laughs) on the tv screen in front of her (laughs) yeah so uh that was um Finally, like to the point where the doctor was like, she, I was visibly getting a little upset. She was like, started, she held my hand Uh. and she's like, I just have to keep doing it. It's going to take. And so I was, that was the only time I had it done on both eyes at the same time. And I was really worried because they told me before that, that I could lose my peripheral vision. And I was pretty wonky afterwards. It was just like, I wanted to, I wanted to throw up. It was just like, oh God. No kidding. And I knew I was okay. I knew I was okay when I couldn't read. I, I couldn't look at anything directly, but I could, if somebody held it down on my right side, I could read it. So right down by my hip. And uh, so I'm like, okay, my peripheral vision is okay. So I didn't lose it then. So I'm like, I'm good. This is good. So I was told afterwards, you know, it was successful. It should relieve the pressure in my eyes. I shouldn't have to worry about my eyes <laughs> I shouldn't say exploding, but what happens is that if the uh, pressure raises too high, the angles in my eyes will close and it will be quite painful and it's irreversible blindness. That's it. Whoa. Done. Just like, and do you know a number associated with that? Is there a number associated with that? Like if you go above this, then. Well, I'm not quite sure. I get, it would probably be with, depending on how many angles you already have closed in your eyes okay. or what each individual person but i've been told that if i ever get a certain type of headache that i'm immediately to go to the emergency room and they have to try and lower the pressure mm-hmm. and so it's it's amazing how quickly you'll get in yeah oh my yeah. god you're going going my eyes are going to explode well, they'll be like get her oh, what the fuck get her in well i i don't i try not to freak out because one time i went in and i was it was a few months after the the first uh round of lasers and I had moved to Moncton and I wasn't feeling well at work like I was my head was killing me and so is it very localized like is it like a uh, like I get sinus headaches okay. and and they're they're very very specific like right where the top of my nose meets like the inside of my eye yeah uh, like it, when I get those it's so 
specific you know is is that the type of headache that they yes mine is my my like my regular headache is it feels like as the grape and uh, analogy someone's squeezing or trying to push my eye out and that somebody's hitting the base of my skull on my right side with a like a two by four and is that constant you have that headache all the time pretty much all the time Holy but shit. when it's, I get a little worried when it's really, it really hurts or my left, the left side of my head starts to hurt. That's okay, when so I get, so when the, it moves over to my left side, I'm like, okay, there's something really wrong. And, and that's, that's when you got to go That's in. when I go in. And so, so what do you do to manage that uh, pain? Like, do you, do you, do you take ibuprofen? Do you take, uh, or uh, like, do you do anything to... I do. I try not to take it very often. Like I've lived, I've learned to live with it. Like it's, um, it's, but when it gets really bad, I take naproxen. Okay. Naproxen seems to help a little bit with that. And, but other than that, that's only when it's really like I'm in a lot of pain. That's when you'll see me take that. Now, one of the things that I know about glaucoma, uh, actually this is pretty much the only thing I know about glaucoma other, other than it like fucking with your eyes is that people medicate with marijuana that's like a yes like if you got glaucoma you're gonna get the yeah. weed <laughs> so do you do you smoke up do you do you like what's the what's your what's your thc uh, <laughs> uh, intake none um unfortunately <laughs> i can't uh because of the nature of my glaucoma it's the pressure spike at any given time during the day and uh what i've been told uh was the if I were to smoke marijuana, it, my pressures would be the only It'd benefit I would get would like fluctuate more? even more, and the only benefit I would get would be that I was stoned all day. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so they weren't like they were like uh, your like your glaucoma is so bad that you'll just be too high to know your eyes going to explode. <laughs> so don't get stoned. Yeah. You'll be like, uh, is that really happening? I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'll just chill here. I'm just going to eat, gonna eat these chips. chips. Yeah. <laughs> so, See what happens. Uh, Netflix is so, good. Like that is that's the extent of my knowledge of glaucoma as well. That people that usually people who have glaucoma are prescribed weed now. Why is that? I mean, I know that you don't you don't smoke it, but people do, who have yeah, glaucoma, do, you know, do they do take it for pain management? Or I think some people would take it just for uh, that would that would have the symptoms that would help alleviate them. With mine, Does it help it's you not. see better. Um, well, it's funny about seeing things like my eyes. Like I can see. Yeah, what, like you're looking at me right now. Yeah. What do I look like? You look fine. Can you tell that I'm a boy? <laughs> Handsome devil. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like, is it, is it, is your, what's your vision like, uh, like today? Like, what's your baseline vision? Okay, I can see you. I'm looking at you now. I, I can't see the speaker really very well. Sure. Which yeah. is about like maybe yeah. uh, arm's length from my head. Okay. Yeah. I, and yeah. I so can't... your peripheral vision is a little bit off. So yes. you have like tunnel vision. It feels like that sometimes that it is, especially after I've taken my drops. And how often do you take them? Three times a day in both eyes. Yeah. They constrict my pupils. So they make them look really, really small. So you just like, you look like you're tweaking out. I totally taking apart toasters. And, uh, you know, my eyes will get red and it burns a little and I have no night vision. So I, I have a question. You, okay. so you, when you were 18 was when the first time you went into the doctor and you, you kind of didn't think too much of it besides no. this guy said, when you're 35, watch out. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. But, hey, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but then obviously you started to realize that it was getting more and more serious. So how did that affect you emotionally? Like, how did you start to feel about it inside and did you take it more seriously obviously as as time went on it did like it when i was told like i I was having headaches and i knew there was something not quite right and i was thinking okay what's going on and then when i had i finally went at 30 i I think it was i was 36 and man uh, he was that yeah it was a good guess it was amazing let's find that fucker yeah (laughs) that's gonna buy a lot of ticket for us (laughs) and uh but i suspect that i'd had it a lot longer than that i suspect that it that was just when it really presented itself the plateau the plateau iris well that the the plateau the the glaucoma yeah, the glaucoma. Okay. The plateau iris, it, what I was born with was plateau iris configuration. No, okay, sorry. And okay. The, no, 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 it comes to the syndrome. So oh. once it doesn't, it doesn't react, like it doesn't respond to laser, that's when it becomes the syndrome. Okay. So I, so I had the, uh, 
the lasers in 2010, and then I went in a few months later when I moved to Moncton and thought my eyes were exploding and went into the uh, ER and I was a little upset. I wasn't, I was like, okay, I'm a little worried. This is what's going on. And she's like, okay, I just need to make sure you haven't had a stroke. And I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> so God. I'm like, all right, no, no, I don't think I've had a stroke, but you know, so she checked and my pressures were fine and everything was good. So, and then I, I saw an ophthalmologist there and it was, I was, I was pretty good. So, and I, I was seeing my regular eye doctor every six months. It was just something they kept an eye on, literally and figuratively. Um, <laughs> and uh, then I um, I moved to Sydney in 2012, and I, you know, I still had my regular checkups, and I had a really, 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 really bad headache one day, and left work and went to the ER. And I remember I was with the triage nurse, and the ER was just jamming. People had been waiting there for hours. And I'm like sitting there, and I look, you know, I'm. I'm still in my uh, part of my uniform from work and you know I didn't look there wasn't anything that looked bad about me or I didn't look like you know I didn't have anything hanging out blood of me. just sh- like Nothing, shedding you know, my, from I your eyes exploded or anything <laughs> you weren't like a that. priority yeah. priority to them <laughs> well I was to the nurse because the nurse knew what was going yeah. on so she was like I said look this is what's going on this is what I've had and this woman busts in this page, she's like, my daughter's been waiting there with a sore arm for 10 hours. This woman looks like she's got nothing wrong with her. And I'm like, You're like my fucking eyes are about to blow up all over your daughter, like, lady. And the nurse was great. <laughs> she was like, sit down. And so she kicked the woman out and then she, she finished processing me. And I wasn't even in the ER like five minutes and they sent me in. That's so, such uh, a funny thing about the ER. Like, and, and just know. like, just that, like, you know, that's not a surprising reaction from somebody, but just. You know, very good example of how you have no idea. Yeah, yeah you have no exactly. idea what no. anyone in there is for. And you know, you, no. I've been in the ER before where I'm sitting around going like, "Oh, I wonder what's going on with that person. They don't look very. They don't look very." But, like they're but very, doesn't uh, everybody very... know that when they go into triage that they've got to make it out like they've got the worst fucking problem out of anybody else so well, yeah, that they can ma- get in faster? Exactly. You make it. Yeah. You make it. That's what I do. You know what? Yeah. I don't. I don't think that. What's the pain scale? Really ten. ten, ten. Like, <laughs> I like. I, I feel like it. They. I don't know, but I, I, the way that I, I think it works is like if you come in, say you come in with a sprained ankle and you're... Oh, you're going to wait it, forever. It, right? You come in for the sprained ankle. The next person who comes in comes, it comes in with a, like a shattered collarbone. A gunshot wound. Right? Like just a blasted collarbone. And then the next person comes in with a gunshot wound. And then the person after that comes in with exploding eye syndrome. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a tough... The gunshot wound... They're going in first. Yeah. They were third yeah. in. They're going in first. Unless the guy's like, yeah, it's like a three. Well, they're they're, they're going to go, go from most life-threatening to least the, life-threatening. The eye-exploding syndrome is going in second, right? And then you've got the sprained ankle who's there first, and you've got the, the shattered collarbone, which is like way more painful. I mean, pain is subjective, but you're going to guess that's way more painful than the sprained ankle. The shattered collarbone and the sprained ankle, they're on the same line. So... you. Sprained ankle lady, you go in first and really? shattered collarbone. Oh, yeah. yeah. But if fuck and, yeah, dude, when I blasted my collarbone, I remember sitting next to a girl who sprained her ankle and I was like looking at her going, This is a real story. I swear, I swear <laughs> to God, if they take her first. <laughs> while Jeremy was in, while Jeremy was in the emergency room, Janice came in. Yeah. And, and, a guy, going, and then a guy you gotta be kidding. And then a guy came in with a gunshot wound, and Jeremy was like, Oh, come on, man. Fuck. I'm yeah. trying to get my collarbone fixed yeah. here. But if if Jeremy said Oh, yeah, like if he was trying to be tough and he was like, yeah, it's like an eight. And then the sprained ankle chick is like, it's a it's a 10 for sure. Then they're like, oh, well, I mean, we'll take the girl who's this saying it's can a deal 10. With it. He's got two less than her. Okay. <laughs> so, two less so, pains. So, anyway, so Janice is, uh, is in the ER. <laughs> back on track. Yeah, so um, that's when, um, this was probably 2012. And, uh, you know, I get pushed in. And that's when I started having to see the ophthalmologist in... Um, in Sydney and I it was it was good to get referred to her because I I'd read reviews about her and people were saying oh she doesn't have very good bedside manner like she, and she doesn't have what? very good eyesight I and, wouldn't trust her near me and she was and I, I always take those kinds of things with a grain of salt because I don't want if I'm going to go in and I'm going to be said hey you know your eyes are going to explode and it's going to be shitty 
I don't want someone holding my hand and 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 you know saying, "Oh, I'm so sorry this is happening to you." I want to be told. Yeah, just say it straight just up. Say it. Like, say what's going on. What's what are we going to do about it? What can we do about it? Can we do anything about yeah, it? Move forward. The people who wrote those reviews though were probably like very emotional at the time, yeah. and the doctor Dude. comes in and is like, "Your eyes are about to explode," or Yelp? whatever. Were these Yelp <laughs> reviews? What yeah. the fuck? Are we talking about Yelp right now? Like- <laughs> no, I think there's like a raid MD. It's raid MDs or something. Oh, like crazy! That. I didn't know yeah. that was a thing. Oh yeah, totally. Is. Oh, I'm gonna yeah, go I check out my old my doctors. Yeah. Yeah. See what people are saying about them. And so when I see oh cold or no bedside, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm gonna like this person. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, I just want that this is how it is. This is what's gonna happen. Yeah, so, give it to me straight, Doc. Give it to, give just me, like the wizard doctor. Yeah, just like exactly like the witch doctor. He probably gets good dish. reviews. Well, yeah. they're probably some good, some bad. <laughs> Maybe not. He was really accurate, but he was an asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was looking at tea leaves. Um no. <laughs> smoking a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh so I went back and forth to her uh, just to see. And, you know, everything was smooth sailing for a little while. And then I had a routine eye exam. But my regular eye exam in um, in May, sorry, April last year. And it was funny because my I kept going to the same eye. I had a fantastic, like, eye doctor in uh, in Sydney. And he was, like, the type of guy that was just, like... He's like, oh, your eyes are fascinating. And I was expe- fully expecting him to bring out a bag of eyes. <laughs> it looks just like this one. Like, yeah, right. He was really thorough, and I, I really enjoyed going to see him. But every time I... I just picturing a doctor with an eye fetish? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's in the oh, right God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, never like seen glaucoma movie. like this before. <laughs> Jeremy, stop making those noises immediately. <laughs> so, I, uh, so I'd have to go in every, every year to the receptionist and say, I'm supposed to have an eye exam every year she's like oh do you have diabetes i'm like no we've been through this before i have glaucoma I'm the exploding eye lady yeah, don't you, you know, get it and so i you need to i need to get in every you know not every six months but every year so finally so i went in last year after going through the song and dance again and i had to do it again this year um and he said you know what your pressures are high again like the hole in your left eye is closing over but it's your right eye that i'm really worried about so I said, all right. So I went back to my, my specialist, and she's like, okay, so we're going to, this is, things are going to get gross here, so. Nice. Sweet. Yes. Yes. So she's like, all right, we're going to have to laser your right eye again. I'm like, fine. Okay. So on, on the other flip side of this, I just actually found out that I had several lumps in my left breast, and they were trying to find out if they were cancerous or not so i was going through mammograms and ultrasounds and everything like that and Mm -hmm. biopsy and it was just one after another after another so i was like all right so okay this is you know summer's great you know what's going on here heavy times yeah it was but it was one of those things i'm like i just i'm doing what i gotta do and Mm -hmm. you know and that turned out to be it just it was everything was uh, benign so it was good did you have that that attitude the entire time like oh well fuck here like just another day oh, shucks. you know yeah it was it was it was yeah i did i mean what what else am i gonna do like i, I love that you like because you, you i've heard you speak about this before and it's like your attitude is just so like well if if there's nothing that can be done like then yeah. why why sit around and wallow about it like i'm so and it's in the same boat about yeah. about that and kind it's, of easy, thing with my it's easy to look wrestling. it's easy to look back and say and and be like, oh, that's the attitude. Like that's the attitude you got to have. But to have it in the moment, to have it in the yeah. moment, yeah, super endearing. Well, it's it's funny you say that because I always I never understand people that say, "What if this had happened?" When they do, "What mm-hmm. if in the past?" You can't change that. Oh, There's man. nothing you can do to change that. And I never wallow over anything like that. So yeah. what if I'd done this? What if I'd done that? I, what it's too bad. Oh, yeah, what if my mom crazy. had just left me that night light? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> We'd all be good. My poor mom. Yeah. <laughs> so anyhow, so you know, I was going through the uh the tests for the the lumps and I'm like, you know what? You've got this lumpy chested, almost blind chef. Like who's gonna wanna hire me? Kind of thing. Fortunately the company I work for They're like it, we actually are looking exactly for a lumpy chested uh, <laughs> half-blind woman. Yes, and we... <laughs> you, you applied just in time. <laughs> well, I was already working for them, but they've been, they've been, they've been fabulous. They've been really... We'll, we'll get to that. So anyhow, I am... Um, so I'm going in. They're like, oh, so my ophthalmologist, my specialist tells me, okay, you know, another round of lasers. So I head up to the hospital 
And I, it was after a week after I'd had other te- the other tests, and I didn't want anybody with me because I was like, this point by this point, I'm like, I just need to go in. I've done this before, and I'm good. But so they put the drop. She put the drops in my eyes, and the freezing didn't take. Oh jeez! Oh, oh no! <laughs> and it was my right eye again, so it was being a little bitch, you know. Oh, and it was just like she kept zapping and zapping and zapping and zapping and zapping and zapping. And I was just like, it felt like someone had put, shoved a pepper grinder into my oh, eye. Oh my! And so, just yeah. kept going. So they're doing the so laser, but. The drop that's supposed to freeze your eye just didn't even work. No. Couldn't you just be like, yo, yo, wait, wait, like, wait, 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 hold up, working. hold up, hold up, this isn't working. put yeah, another I, drop in. Yeah, yeah, and then I pushed away. I was, she's like, no, no, I have to keep doing it. I'm like, I, I, I can feel everything. And by that point, she was almost done. She just kept going. And I was Whoa. just like, I can't. I'm like, by this, I was just like, I, I didn't want to. I walked home from the hospital. I didn't want to see anybody. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I mean, could you? Would you have been able to see anyone anyway? Yeah, because I, I, I could see with my left eye. My right eye was wonky. I had my drops, and I was like, oh god, like this mm. is just. I can't do this again. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't do this again. So and what was the what was the outcome? Uh, did it help or no? Ah. Man. So I went back six weeks later, and she checked, and she like she's like, "Well, that didn't work." Oh, I'm like, I missed. Man. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that she missed. It was just the the my eyes were no longer responding yeah. to the lazy treatment. So that's when it became the plateau iris syndrome. Mm. Oh, and that's when you spilled over into the yeah. syndrome. She didn't know that's what it was. She's like there, but she was looking at me. She's like, "There's something weird about the configuration of your eyes." Mm. She's like, uh, "There's there's something weird going on there." So she's like, "I want you to try these eye drops." So I had my first round of drops, and they're the ones that people t- take willingly so they can their eyelashes can grow. I'm like, Whoa. are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, no, these things are dreadful. And so I was on those for six weeks. And did your did your eyelashes grow? Yes, they did. Oh, nice. yeah, yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. So oh, only beautiful. one eye though, because I was only using it. So I, that lining. was my winking eye, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but that's all they did because the the drops didn't work. And then so I went on another. Um, round of drops and then I had to put those in my right eye twice a day and they had the worst aftertaste ever. What the fuck? You can taste it after you put it in your eye? Well, it it goes into your eye and that's how I know that I got the drops in because it goes down the back of your throat and you can... Oh my god. Haven't you ever seen that guy? The guy, like, there's another Guinness World Record person that, like, shoots milk out of their eye. I have seen that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> Isn't that fascinating? I know. So this is kind of a little, little crazy and and off topic, but like, the, it's so crazy how we're all connected, right? Like, I know someone who um, can shoot milk out of their ass. <laughs> oh man, I know someone who, when like for a yeast infection, w- like, I, I maybe I'm wrong about this, but anyway, like, she stuck a clove of garlic into her vagina, and. I've heard of that. I've heard of that. Immediately, immediately could taste it in her mouth. What? Okay, I I I didn't hear about that. Yeah. How does that make us all connected? (laughs) What does that have to do with my eyes? We're all connected. (laughs) It just brings us all closer. I I actually, I heard of a girl who stuck a clove of garlic in a vagina to cure a a yeast infection and I could taste it. (laughs) Oh, God. That's what I'm saying. We're all connected. Oh, Sweet was it the lord! Same girl? <laughs> it was my, my girlfriend. I fucking hope not, because <laughs> yeah, it was my wife. <laughs> oh god! This just took a, this just took a turn. Okay, so now now the world knows my wife uh, uses garlic to cure her yeast infection. I'm we'll get her on the show for that next week. But um, anyway, moving forward. <laughs> So um, the drops. Sorry, Bridie. <laughs> this the second the second round of drops that tasted awful. And what did it taste like? Could, like is did it have a did it like did it have oh my god oh you know oh, you, god, you you know exactly know. what it yeah, tastes like that reaction what what did it taste like oh no oh I'm so excited I can't <laughs> wait to hear this does it start with C and end with oh god uh, oh my god oh my god she said yes <laughs> <laughs> oh if only you could see this right now and and I I just I was like really. Like, oh I'm my like, god! So and then so six. <laughs> That's what these drops are going to remind me of right now. Really, god damn it! But actually, though, it tastes Taylor, like cum. Taylor's the only yeah. one who can relate to that in this room. What that tastes like? So. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, guys. God damn it! So I, uh, I was like, really, like, jizz uh, drops. I'm like, so do they? <laughs> 
we were calling You're calling them gist drops. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, how is this? Like, I I don't even... You know what I love about that? The fact that you just brought that up is that I think now we're six for six in talking about cum (laughs) on every episode. And not really, not really because we're like, not because we're like, hey, by the way, cum, guys. (laughs) Like, it just find a way to talk about that. (laughs) It just comes, yeah, it just, just, pardon the pun, it just comes up. Comes up. Yep. (laughs) And, well, um, it's it's funny that we get back to the drops because what I always thought was funny was when I'd go in and, and, you know, I'd have to go every six weeks to get my my eyes checked to see how things were going, and the um, the technician would be like, "So, how how do you like the drops?" And I'm like, <laughs> uh, "What do you mean?" He's like, "He's like, does it remind you of anything?" <laughs> Wink. Oh my god. <laughs> Just, well, she didn't really say that. She's in a she, sexual <laughs> harassment suit with her with her doctor now. And uh, and I laugh at that. I'm like, does it matter what I think of the drops? Like, it doesn't. Yeah, is like, it really gonna? Yeah. Like, I hate them. Yeah. I hate them. They give me a headache. They taste disgusting. They're not really doing say, anything. They're not. I don't think they're doing anything. Yeah. And I found out that day that they weren't. So oh, I was like, oh my gosh. I've been like, doing this for nothing for six weeks. I've been doing that. Like, and then by this point, it'd been twelve weeks because that was oh. another. Round. So where? you at at this point now so that's that's when they're you know i went back on these i I was put on a new set of drops after that and they are it's called pilocarpine and it's this dinosaur drug i guess that's what they used like back in the stone ages to uh think of your favorite one-hit wonder or that overpriced toy your parents would never let you have or that tv show that no one else remembers because it was canceled way too soon now what if we could fix it I'm Francesca Ramsey. And I'm Delon Grant. And after 20 years of friendship, we are now hosting a new nostalgia podcast called Let Me Fix It. Each episode, we'll dig into our favorite celebrities, shows, and brands of yesteryear, and then imagine what it would take to repackage them for relevance today. Think of our show as an intervention, but with way less stakes. So subscribe to Let Me Fix It wherever you get your favorite podcasts. To treat glaucoma, it's like a, but it's like a, it's an old school and, it, and it, it's supposed to work and... Uh, I went to five different pharmacies in Halifax to find it. Nobody had it on hand. It had to be ordered in. It's so. only available from the pharmacy at the top of Mount Fuji. <laughs> well, basically. <laughs> and uh, Rock. So I, I had them ordered in, in Sydney. So it was there when I got when I got back. And then I was coming back and forth to Halifax like every two weeks for for treatment and to, for checkups but i can't I, I i can't drive so i'd have to take time off work and take the bus up sure and, and you know and it was the second i put those drops in they, they the the new ones now are three times a day in both eyes it was like somebody put sunglasses on me the oh. second they went in whoa and and they've been on since then <laughs> and it's it sucks because i love color and i love brights things and everything seems a little duller. So what what is like what can be done? Is there anything that are, are you lined up for any kind of like um like treatment or surgery or or anything like that? Like what's what's the next step after these like fucking stupid eye drops? Like, well, now that that aren't really working. Yeah. <laughs> um they're buying time. And it was one of those things where I was like I just said, look, are these if these drops are just buying time then let's just get let's get it done. Like I I I know they wanted to, my doctors and I really appreciate this that they want to do the least invasive. They want to rule everything out first before they have to start burning holes in my eyes again. So, um on top of everything else, I also have a cataract in my right eye. So I have the two uh you leading, got it all. Yeah, I got the two leading causes of blindness all going on up in there. So, so is it is it just primarily the right eye then and the left one is doing okay? The left eye is still not great, and that's that's it's going to eventually go down that road. Um, I don't know about the cataract, but with the the progression of the angle closure, that that's probably what's going to be going on. So, is it just a matter of time? Like, are you are you literally like just set up to be blind within the next five years, or you know, some arbitrary number? Well, uh, hopefully not. Um, what's going to happen is I'm going to be going to Toronto to have a uh, surgery. It can't be done. Um, east of Montreal of what I've been told. So I have to go to Toronto. Um, and I'll have to have, uh, it's argon laser peripheral 
iridoplasty. Of course. Yes, of course. You know, it just rolls yes, all yes, the yes, time. Yes, of course. Yes. And so they, uh, the doctor will go in and burn out basically some drainage passes in my eyes. It might work. It might not. And if it doesn't? If it doesn't, then they keep trying treatment and then maybe one day I wake up and it's gone. So there's, I'm curious about that. Like knowing that the, the chances of you going completely blind are rather high compared to, your, compared to a, a normal person. Um, in knowing that, do you take any, have you taken any like precautions or, or like steps to prepare yourself for that day if it comes? Yes, I have. I, there's a few things I've done. And if I see a color I love, I'll be, I'm usually with somebody who, who loves me, who I love. And I'll be like that color there. I love that color. And it, again, it would be like the sales sign, one of the sales signs in where I work or maybe a, a a trench coat someone's wearing or sure, something like, anything, like that. Yeah. And I'll say, and I'll remember that moment and I'll just say, if I ever lose my vision and I ask you to help me, like if I, if I'm upset, just maybe say that word and I'll know I'll, I'll remember that color. Sure. So it's, it's little things like that. It's, it's, I'm pretty good most of the time, but it's, uh, some things really, it's bad. Like you asked me earlier how I see you. You're, you have spots on you. Right. Yeah. Your face, there's, there's like little gray, like almost black spots, like a few. So there are some holes in my vision. Sure. Um, that's there. actually just my makeup. I just I, oh. I haven't figured out how to do makeup well yet, and so I got these like well, spots. I'm just like the gray foundation's doing wonders for you. <laughs> yeah, the gray foundation, yeah. Um, I just it, can't figure it out. <laughs> the blending, the toning. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so the complicated. Steps. The um, it was, and it's little things, and and we, uh, you know, I've talked about before about how I get. It's easy to hide things. You become when you have something you don't want to know. People don't know because you just don't want to answer questions. You don't want to talk about. It. You yeah, don't sometimes know you just don't want to explain it. Sometimes you just don't want to talk about it. I know exactly what you're talking it's about. It's easy. You find ways to hide things. Yeah. And um, you know, people always thought it was odd that I I didn't have a car, and I would just be like, ha ha ha. You know, culinary school is really expensive. I can't afford it. But I was scared to drive. Because, you know, you have your blind spots in your car, but I've got the additional blind spots. Yeah. And I don't want to... Legally? Wanna... Like, are you allowed to drive? I haven't... I, ha- I have to look into that. Like, yeah, I, I, I want to have an test. eye test and just... Mm-hmm. I do have a license. I just don't. I just... I'm not even going to... I'm, yeah. I'm not going to do it because... Do you, like... So, coming back to sort of preparing yourself for that that time that might come where you, you go blind... Would you like, do you, have you ever thought about learning to read Braille now? You know what I mean? Like, or, or like walking with a, with a a seeing eye cane or. Well, you know, (laughs) seeing eye stick. Yeah. That white thing. Seeing eye dog. Yeah. (laughs) I helper monkey. Seeing eye stick. (laughs) Well, I. It's got a camera, (laughs) which is useless. (laughs) Because you can't see it. <laughs> you, you, you went into this blind, didn't you? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, no, it's little things like, I mean, I joke around with my friends that, you know, I'm like, pick a name for my seeing eye dog. And the most common <laughs> one was Stevie Wonder, which is so horrible. <laughs> but I was also, I was saying, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Arrested Development fan, so I would probably name him Justice. <laughs> named after the, uh, the seeing eye dog nice. and that, who was actually oh blind. The seeing eye dog was blind <laughs> and the person who had him was, was faking <laughs> That show is absolutely brilliant. So, but it's it's little things, and definitely learning to read Braille is one that I will probably you'll start to I'll I'll start to do just in case. You know, these chances are maybe this this will work. The surgeries will work, and I won't have to worry about it. It'll buy me some more time. But it's not one of those things like everybody you have to be positive about it. I'm like I am positive, but I also have to be realistic. Exactly. And yeah, and I had a scare the other day, like two weeks ago. the power went out in Dartmouth, like everywhere. Yeah, yeah and you were yeah. like, "Oh shit, it's my eyes." Yeah, no, really, no, it, Whoa, been, really? it was. It, I was like, for some reason, I woke up at four thirty-five, and I'm like, "Why am I awake?" And then everything went, and I was like, "Oh, that's shitty." And then I realized that I couldn't see anything in my room because my night. I have little plug-in nightlights. Your mom everywhere. came in. She's like, "I'm taking this nightlight." <laughs> 
Listen, I'm taking like, this flashlight too. <laughs> what are you doing here? So uh, go back to sleep. <laughs> oh my god! Mom. Oh, I see her like shimmering up the uh, the street lamp. Like, <laughs> so uh, no, <laughs> I couldn't see a thing. I couldn't see a thing, and I was thankful that I woke up before that happened because if I'd woken up in the middle of the night and I wasn't able to see my nightlights, I wasn't able to see any crack through the window or anything like that. I would have thought. Yeah, what a sense of panic that, that would have, is uh, gone. Induced. Yeah, and that's when I realized, okay, I need to have, I need to have some things in place here, like. You know, so I have my my parents gave me this like General Electric like lantern, like mm. a camp lantern. So I just flick a switch on that, and it's an LED light, and that is by the like by my nightstand. So if that happens, I can just like it's like I'm Florence Nightingale walking through with a lantern, <laughs> yeah, and that helps. So it's little things like that, and it's good to it's good that you how we were talking earlier about the the what ifs, and it's useless to kind of talk about the what ifs, but. You're saying you're being realistic. So, you know, there is the what if, you know, what if I get a seeing eye dog? And that you approach that instead of with like a, oh no, like what if, what if that happens? It's more of like, oh, well, if that happens, then <laughs> I'm going to get a seeing eye dog and I'm going to give him a funny, funny name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'll get to pet him. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I, uh, I have my days where I'm like, what the fuck? Like, seriously? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know. Like, why is this happening? And I'm like, it's happening because it's happening. Mm-hmm. It, it's, that's it. And I have two choices. I always thought, you know, I have two choices. and But really only have one. Like, I can deal with it or let it consume me. And I'm not going to let it consume me. There's yeah, that's just not no even way. an option. It's not even an option. Like, that, I mean, that kind of shit eats you from the inside. And mm-hmm. and that's the message. Like, that's the message that, we're, that we want to... We want to expound and and uh, and propagate is that you know don't even view that as an option to yeah. let it consume you. Don't even go there. Like let it, like let you let yourself be able to see the 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 light in the dark situation. Yeah, I think it's I think it's healthy to go there every once in a while. You know what I mean? And to 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 to, to learn like, how to shitty like, it could be. Yeah, yeah, and to like I mean like mourn isn't the right word. I don't think, but you know to. To experience raw Just, emotion, yeah. To experience, yeah. yeah. But but to 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 be pulled into like a dark hole and let it consume you. That's that's something completely different. And yes. I, I feel like that's what you need to really stay away from. Yeah. Because, um, you know, if you went blind, that would be, of course, that would be awful. Yeah. But you're still able to touch yes. things, and you're still mm-hmm. able to smell things, and you're still able to to hear things, you know, and like those sentence, those senses would automatically become so much more heightened. Yeah. And there's something really incredible about that. There's something really incredible that we still have all of these like backup senses. We still have all these senses and, and they, they'll just become more in tune. And I don't know, I'm not in your situation. You know, this is me just being like, well, <laughs> if I was in your situation, that's probably what, that's probably where I would try to find the light in the situation is yeah. knowing that, I won't be able to see any light. It'll be gone. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody can describe it to me. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that that you should be able to go there because you can't can't be grateful for anything without experiencing both ends of the spectrum. Exactly. Like, you know, like sun isn't, Sun isn't sun isn't great without the rain. But if you don't stuff. if you don't have to be blind, then fuck yeah. Avoid that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you but, can. but it also it sounds like you have a really good support system too with yeah. your with your friends and, and family. your loved ones, yeah. I do, and it's it's funny you say that because there's there's someone and I, I know I've known him for a long time and I hadn't seen him in years. And um he uh, he when he because he was standing right next to you. Yeah, was, he was in your peripheral yeah, for years the whole time. No idea. He's he like, was I was there. here. I was here. I mean, you should have said something. Uh, <laughs> I thought you could see me. I'm not deaf. I'm not deaf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, we we'd been friends uh, in university, and I hadn't seen him since university. But he he would come back and forth to um, Sydney visiting his family, mm. and. Uh, I hadn't seen him in years, as I said, and uh, when I moved to Sydney, he's like, hey, you know, I come back and forth every once in a while, so let's let's meet up, you know, and so we hung out, and we had some fun, and just, you know, I hadn't, as I said, I hadn't seen him in years, and then last summer, he came home, and I said, look, you know, I, I don't know how much I'm going to see you, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of doctor's appointments, and, you know, I'm dealing with some stuff. He's like, okay, 
And he came with me to every single appointment. Nice. He came and sat with me. Um, he wasn't there for the, he'd, he'd left. He, he, when I had to get the second round of lasers done and I'm glad he wasn't there, but it's, it's funny. I had some more appointments earlier, um, this year and he was, he was in town and he, he came and he sat next to me. And so even if I know, even if I lose my sight and I know the feeling of him sitting next to me, Mm. That sounds weird. No. I know what it feels like if I'm sitting, even if he's not saying anything to me, um, I know what it feels like to have him sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. And I like that. There's like something that. more like visceral that, that there's something in that that's more visceral than yeah. seeing, yeah. you know, like just feeling just. And I, I don't it. know why he does it. I don't know why he, he's. Cause he's a fucking good person. That's why. And he, he just, he never asked. He just came like it was, I had to go in for a biopsy last summer and he came, he took me to the hospital and, um, I went and I got registered and, uh, the, the receptionist is like, oh yeah, your husband can go in with you and just go through. And I'm like, he's not. And then I look around and he's gone. He's already gone through and he's already sitting down. Come on, wife. <laughs> <laughs> Skipping in. <laughs> he's like, seriously, they won't let me in unless I <laughs> so, And so just knowing that, that like he, and he doesn't, he doesn't say, he makes really fun jokes or like he's just. Sweet. Yeah, he's good about it. And I'm, I'm lucky. And those are the kinds of people I have in my life for this. And they laugh and they joke with me and they know I get upset sometimes, but they're not, they don't, sometimes they were worried about saying the wrong thing. And at first uh, they'd say something, I'd be like, really? Like, come on. But now I know it's more of a, they don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. And I kind of have to realize that, that it's, you know, they don't know what to say. Sometimes they're going to say something horrible. I've had some pretty awful things said to me. What's the worst thing? Um, can you, can you, you know what? I, I hate the, well, it could be worse. The dismissal of it could be worse. Mm, I'm no. like, everything could be worse. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, or, well, I had to go through this. I had to go through that. Or so-and-so went through this and they're fine. I'm like, I understand that. And I know this sounds selfish, but it's just like, this is what I'm going through. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know. And I can't say, even if somebody came and you had someone sitting next to me that said, I have, I have glaucoma, I have plateau, I said, no, I'm going to go blind. I can't say that I know exactly what she's going through yeah. or he's going through. I don't. Yeah. 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 Even, yeah, exactly. Like it, it, everyone's experience is so vastly different mm-hmm. when it comes to disease and when it comes to illness. Again, another point of why we want to have these conversations yeah. is because, you know, y- your experience is completely different than than Jane's experience who has the same conditions, you know? Why are you pointing at me calling me Jane? Because you got beautiful, long, blonde locks. <laughs> and perhaps and a clove Jane. of garlic on you somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, one of the one of the things. Speaking of not of the clove of garlic, but of uh, of of feeling the worst experience. If you one thing I've always thought is, if you have the very worst experience of your life, and say it's something super trivial, say you've had this amazing life, and and the worst thing that's ever happened to you is that you rear-ended a car in a parking lot and your insurance went up. Mm-hmm. Say that was the worst thing that happened to you. Pretty then shitty ne- feeling. Okay. So say, th- <laughs> oh, say say, the person next to you has been diagnosed with terminal cancer and they're going to die in two weeks. And that's the worth, worst thing they've ever experienced. Is the feeling that they feel mm. inside equally as bad because it's both the worst thing they've ever felt? Or is it harder to experience well, the terminal illness? I had that conversation with... Um... A woman that you and I both both worked with when we did the catering gig at uh, the Trade Center, and she was from she was from Iraq, and her family like they she left Iraq, and you know I mean Iraq's been in turmoil for a long long time, mm-hmm. and she was probably at the time like forty or so, and I was having this conversation. I was like I I thought that I was uh, I I was saying you know it's crazy that in the Western world. A kid who gets his Xbox taken away from from his mom will throw this hissy fit as if the world is actually coming to an end. And is and that was the question. Like, but she's over there going, you know, I, you know, I've had bombs dropped, yeah. you know, a hundred feet away on from my, my home, my, on my and, I, and I have I know people who have died from from roadside attacks and 
like you know these terrible terrible things and you're and you're going and I, and I was kind of saying you know it's crazy that you have you can have a kid who 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 will express his anger almost equally as someone yeah. and she I, she got really upset with me and I was trying to say no 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 I'm saying that it's that that's it's crazy that that it, yeah, and it, it is kind of crazy e- because they're not com- equal. Coming back to what you said, they aren't those two things that are not equal <laughs> at all. And coming back to what you said, like, is it the same feeling? Maybe to that person, who you know, who experienced bumping the car until, until they you say until you no not uh, until, okay. no until you essentially until s- somehow their perspective changes and yeah. they realize, oh, I'm being a fucking idiot. Yeah, right. I, like I'm standing here complaining about the fact that my that I that I got a, into a fender bender. When this guy here has two weeks to live and he has a family that he's going to... Then how does that relate to the it could be worse mentality? Because somebody might then therefore think that they're helping by saying, well, it could be worse, so I'm giving you a better perspective. People think they are helping when they say that. Yeah, and that's the thing is people aren't saying, well, it could be worse. You bitch, <laughs> you know, like, not, not saying it to be an asshole. No, exactly. It's those. Yeah, th- it's yeah. those things that it's it's those things that come up when people don't know how to deal yeah. with chronic exactly. illness or, or yeah. d- talking yeah. about disease or talking about, you know, hardships, y- you, you like, f- you panic and you go yeah. through your mind going, I, I got to help. I got to help this person. Yeah. What yeah. can I say? I got to say something to help them. And if you say it could be worse, it's kind of like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, I guess it could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's the end. You don't have to talk, you don't have to talk about it anymore. And <laughs> no, like, no, no, oh, no. It's like the, the music yeah. Yeah, it comes on and, and the it, credits roll. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I feel like as someone who, who is sick and who deals with, deals with uh, chronic disease, when those situations do present themselves and someone says something that in my mind, I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. I can't really blame them. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. I, can't, I can't look and at them and go like, now. are you, what, what the fuck's wrong with you? Because, because they're just trying to figure it out. Yeah, you know, like they they're are. trying to deal with it in their own way. But we, the, you know, the sickos, we <laughs> can be proactive yeah. in, in helping guide that conversation yeah. to, um, to like, put it into perspective to them to, to show them like, uh, yeah, you know what? That's not really a, that's not a relevant question. Like, and that doesn't really matter. Well, it's, it's funny you say that when you're talking about the worst thing that's ever happened to you, the worst thing that ever happened to me happened to me when I was 17, I woke up and a man was on top of me, he'd broken into my house and he had a bony knife against my throat and he told me he was going to rape me and kill me. Holy sweet. And it was two weeks before I had to write my exams for graduate from high school. And, uh, he, you know, I was like, all right, this is bad. I can't panic. I can't scream. I can't do anything. I need to figure this out. So I, he was in my room for an hour and, uh, he, he didn't rape me and he didn't kill me. I managed to talk him out of it. Um, Whoa. Whoa. And, uh, you should be a hostage negotiator. Yeah, you should be a hostage negotiator. That's crazy. <laughs> and uh, he went, he left and he came back up the stairs and he you know, he stood outside my sister's bedroom and she woke up and she yelled for my dad. My dad came out, saw this man standing there and he's like, what the hell are you doing here? Kind of thing. Threw him out the door, threw him out the back door and, you know, and not knowing he'd been in my room. So, uh, the cops came and, and, you know, your dad's got some, uh, some willpower. Yeah. And you know, Fuck, it, that was my father. Yeah. Well, he didn't well, know. He just thought some guy I'm was just standing break in your the, neck, buddy. Didn't thought he was just standing. Yeah. Just thought he was like, yeah, 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 totally. And so, um, they never caught him. The, the police never found him. Oh my God. And so uh, every morning I wake up and I open my eyes and, you know, I can see, <laughs> but my, <laughs> I'm happy. I'm like, my feet hit the floor and I'm like, you know what? There's not much that could happen to me that's going to be bad, you yeah. know. That's going to be that I can't handle, and you know that would that took a long time for me to get over. Um, yeah. I, I imagine, yeah. and uh, but I'm, you know, it's it's part. Of, I wouldn't change it. It's made me who I am, and it's 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 that's how I look at things. I'm like, you know what, things can get shitty, yeah, and you need to find a way to cope, and that's how i come to the you know i either deal with it or i let it consume me cuz that could have easily consumed me yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. 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 Dark, of course. dark path yeah so, uh, so have you had what what was the scariest moment you've ever had to deal with with your current situation with your eyes uh and if you've already covered that in the story that you told earlier just don't just don't even worry about it like you can pass the question no it's it's just that I had one day at at work. Um, I think it would have been in May, uh, 
And it was, I was just remember standing at my locker and just, and my head was killing me. Like it was, I was in a lot of pain and I'm like, and my eyes, like my eyes really hurt. And I thought, this is it. It's happening. Eyes are going to explode. This is it. This is, this is, this is it. And I just remember standing there in my locker and one of my coworkers who, when I first started working there, I couldn't stand him. But it just, I, you know, I got to know him a more and he was one of my favorite people there by the time I left. And he came and he saw me standing there. He's like, you're having a rough day. Are you okay? Like, are you, are you going to be okay? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm in a lot of pain and this is it. And I, I don't know what it was. I just, I was like, I have to, I just need a minute and I'm like, okay, I'm like, I can, I can just go on with my day or this is, you know, just say, oh, fuck, this is, <laughs> here we go, boys, yeah. you know, yeah. lights out forever. And I was like, okay. So I sat down for a minute and I took, I took some painkillers and made sure I had my drops and everything with me and just sat. And I... I, you know, eventually it passed, but that was, that was it. That was the one time where I thought this For is, sure. yeah. Yeah, this is, and have you kind of thought that, thought about this, that this is going to happen again? Yes, I do. I and do. does it scare you? Um, it's a, yes and no. I think it's, it's one of those things like where I, I live with so much uncertainty where it's like, it could happen. It might not happen. The surgery could work. The surgery might not work. But going through all these things and my right eye is not responding, my right eye is not responding, my right eye is not responding. I just, I am going into this surgery that eventually, you know, I'll have in both eyes with positivity, but also with realist, like I'm realistic about it. Like Mm -hmm. I am like, you know, this could be it. This, this, something could happen where they, they just can't do it or it just doesn't work and you know i lose uh, like i'm just i have tunnel vision or it's just not or i don't have any vision at all and i i'm scared Mm. i'm not gonna lie i'm scared um but what can i do about it right now i'm doing absolutely everything I, i i if i weren't doing everything i possibly could about it then well, I I don't even know how to go with that because I, I would never not do everything I possibly could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like everybody, and it's it's funny because everybody's you're so strong. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I, and I know what they mean by that. They're like, I'd never be able to do that. I'm like, well, you don't know that. You don't because mm. once you're when you're in the situation, yeah. you you it, you you either do or, or you don't. get the fuck yeah. out. Like, yeah. you, fight or flight. You just like, do it. You, gotta... you just do it. Yeah. yeah. You do it, and and that's it. I'm like, you, you, and I tell people, I'm like, yeah, you you do it. You'd have to, like, you, you know, you, you think now. I'm like, you're looking like, oh my gosh, you're so strong. I'm like, you can say that because you're. It's not something you're going through, mm-hmm. and it's frightening. And yes, the fear is there. Of course, it's the, there on my side too. But when you're faced with it, you you do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. You do, and that's what right now. I guess the best way, going back to it, I'm doing what I got to do. So is there anything else that you want to share with people who are listening to this? Yes. Um, get your eyes checked. Yeah, true that. Seriously, like, uh, just go. It's If you can't remember the last time you had an eye appointment, go now. Yeah. Like, book it now. and Right now. Stop this podcast yeah. right now. <laughs> Stop listening. Uh, rate and review first, though. I yeah. should. I should probably actually get my eyes checked because I haven't done that in yeah. a while. I was getting. Uh, I mean, relative. I mean, obviously, you're you're saying this to, for everybody <laughs> to just be on top of it. But I was getting headaches. Uh, I was getting headaches like every morning for like two months. I was waking up with headaches, and I was like, "What the hell's? Like, why am I getting?" And just like a just like a numb headache, and you know, not super intense, but just oh, constantly there for like two months. Wouldn't check my eyes. Always thought I had perfect eyes. Uh, you know, like if you're on the computer, if you're reading a lot, which I do all the time, then it's just like a, like a progressive, you're just like stacking, you know, uh, I'm, I guess I'm farsighted yeah. because the reading or be, having a screen in front of my face is like, my eyes don't really adjust perfectly. Yep. And then they were just like, Hey, here's your glasses. And then within three days, I buy headaches. within three, three days it, it went yeah. away and it was, you know, it's just simple like that. Like if you didn't, didn't get it, go get a check. Then you're like. A doctor told me it might be because I play video games, and when you play video games, you like it, you don't realize that like your neck 
goes like it's craning. It, like, crane, yeah. it like cranes forward and then muscles in the back of your neck <laughs> will start to get pulling on your eyes. <laughs> um, cool. Well, go get your eyes checked, everybody. Uh, it's it's super simple. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. And if you're in Canada, it is not free. So, so never mind. So just open up those wallets and go get your eyes checked. <laughs> some some health co- if you have health coverage, uh, it will cover that. But if you have glaucoma, you get you get. Your eyes tested for free. Oh, nice. yeah. oh, there's a, there's a yeah. silver lining. Silver lining there. I saved myself sixty five bucks. You know. And, uh. Well, Janice, uh, this was uh, this was great. Thank you so much for coming in and talking with us and sharing your experience. No um, problem. I feel like I learned a, a, a lot today. Um, I just kind of made most of it up. And it yeah. Up. <laughs> Actually, all that's going on here is plateau like iris syndrome. Not a real thing. <laughs> See ya, fuckers. What? 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 She's but like, I do have an itchy scalp. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I got plateau iris syndrome. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that was great. Okay. Dad jokes. Dad jokes to an end. Um, well, thank you again, Janice. No it was problem. a pleasure having you here. Yeah, it was thank great you. Um, if you, uh, if you liked listening to us, uh, be sure to rate and review on the iTunes store. Uh, if you want to keep up with what sick boy is up to, uh, you can follow us on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Periscope, all of those things. And Just look up sick boy podcast and all of those things and you'll find us. And don't forget to subscribe on the iTunes store yeah, as well. Hit the subscribe button. Show us your love. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, That is it for today. We'll catch you next time. My name is Jeremy. I am Taylor. And I am Brian. For fuck's sakes, guys. (laughs) I'm Jeremy. I'm Brian. And I'm Taylor. And this is Sick Boy. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.